Welcome back to Cast Me to Hell with me, Seb. And with me, Robbie. And this week we return to our Video Nasties uh, feature with Cannibal Holocaust from 1980. Yeah, we are uh, jet-setting off to the Amazon rainforest to make a completely uh, ethical and... (laughs) Totally not exploitation uh, documentary, aren't we? Oh yes, <laughs> this will include absolutely uh, us treating everyone with care and love, and no absolute brutality and cruelty involved at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no crimes against humanity, not um, at all. Um, is this um, your first watch of uh, Cannibal Holocaust? It is. It wow. actually is. It's a film that I've heard about for a long time. It's a film that I've had in my list for quite a long time as well. Um, and obviously I know kind of the legacy of the film, some some behind-the-scenes stuff like that. But it was actually the first time of, of watching it. Um, and there's all, you know, there's all sorts of thoughts that I had, especially going into it compared to what we actually got, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's one of the things that I was surprised by. This is my first watch. And I've wanted to watch this film for a long time, but never, never done it. We've watched films that are almost around or similar or not as big as this one in terms of, say, video nasties. Yeah, this is one of the big ones. This is one of the ones that had one of the biggest like effects around it, the biggest concerns around the film and possibly one of the ones that was most justified in why it was a bad <laughs> film. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and the film itself was not at all what I was expecting structure-wise of the film. It was not at what yeah. I was expecting. I was surprised by what came and um, could already say that it was actually a far better made and structured film than I was ever expecting including the little tidbit that this is technically would count as the first found footage film. Or one of them, yeah, definitely. One of the the, the earliest examples, or at least many people point to it as the first proper, like, using that documentary style and, you know, using it as a proper storytelling technique kind of thing within a story. But not fully, because obviously parts of it are not found footage. Yeah, it was a really, it was really interesting, um, and I think I had some of the same thoughts that you did. I basically thought that the whole film was going to be the last, you know, half an hour or so. Yeah, and I was, and when it started, I was thinking, I, I'm not really sure how they're going to stretch this over like an hour and forty five minutes. It's either going to be really boring for an hour and you know a half, and then shit's going to hit the fan. But I actually thought that. It was, I mean, it looked much better production-wise than I expected. You know, we, we, we spoke about uh, Snuff a couple of weeks ago. And I think Snuff was like nine, it was in the 70s, like late 70s. Yeah. Uh, but it was still relatively low budget. And I expected the actual film to look pretty poor, to be honest. But it, yeah. lo- it looked pretty good um, in terms of production value, in terms of like costumes i would like set design is a difficult one to mention because it was filmed in location in the amazon yeah um, so it's Generally, a bit i thought the i thought the film the cinematography of the film yeah. were, was really beautiful the opening like jungle aerial views um although it did it's like really beautiful scenery and really beautifully shot um but the opening did kind of make me think of like a sweeping romance or a western oh yeah of course something. the score <laughs> at times is like 
is really <laughs> nice, but it's kind of odd. The music sounds like something out of a much sweeter film than it, what's happening. Yeah. And we like, spoke about that sweet, on other films. Yeah. 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 It like brings in that number. sweet music, and you're like, people are getting mutilated on the screen. <laughs> and, <you're>, and this <laughs> yeah. is like what you'd imagine two people like finally embracing each other, that first sweet kiss. Yeah. Instead, it's that first bludgeoning to the skull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it is—it's a very like Italian thing. You know, we spoke about it in some other, you know, uh, other episodes that we've done. They just do very interesting soundtracks. You know, like whether it's a really like whether it's Goblin just going fucking mental in an Argento film, <laughs> or whether it is like an acoustic guitar over like you know a woman being forced to give birth, you know, it's, or have the have the child ripped out of them. It's a fucking weird juxtaposition that yeah. the Italians seem to love doing. It, it's a, it's a, this this one definitely I think in terms of filmmaking though, like because obviously we've talked about Giallo kind of stylings and stuff like that before. Yeah. But I think this one feels for the most part feels the most actually like linear, most straightforward. It yeah. feels like a it actually it feels like a standard more style of filmmaking if anything from 1980 i'd almost say the style of this was actually a little bit ahead of its time it kind of invented stuff that you've seen since in a lot of other films and styles that they do it i think the structure of this film is really interesting because i mean one if i was to be told oh yeah you're going to watch what is like an early found footage film then i'd be like well that's going to be really really shit then isn't it it's going to be dog shit <laughs> because <laughs> You know, I, I've said before, I, I'm not a big fan of that style. And, you know, but I really like the way this film is shot. It's doc style. And considering I'm not like keen on them, um, I think the use of the actual documentary. But one thing that these films always fall down is, is they normally decide to bring in like a really shitty looking footage. Yeah. Really shaky cam to make it look like a, a quick style. But this one is it actually looks like an actual documentary. Yeah. Which is where I always feel like a lot of these found footage ones fall down. Is where they're like, "Oh no, we've got to make it real, real crazy, real madness," like so that it can work star wise, or we've got to really gritty up that screen so it doesn't. It looks like it's filmed on a really cheapy, shitty camera. And I know these guys are like meant to be actual filmmakers out in the world, but it's still film cameras and stuff like that that they've been. Using. Yeah, I think it's a it's an interesting setup as well that these four like american i think they're supposed to be american in the yeah, I film think so. even though two of them are italian i believe um you know they they talk about this american um film crew who were going to contact these you know cannibal tribes in the amazon um and i know i like that they keep mentioning the green inferno and that's the name that they were making because obviously eli roth was a was a massively influenced by this wave of films and this film in particular and yeah. made the Green Inferno. So I kind of watched it and was like, oh, he actually got the name from it. Um, yeah, I've, I've never watched Green Inferno. I, I've watched it a couple of times. It's fun. It's good, man. Um, Is it? It's, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's full on, you know, and it's kind of, it is a throwback to these kind of films. Um, and I, I found it like a, a real interesting story under, underneath that I wasn't expecting about this man going in to find the crew and there's quite a bit of foreboding about, like, they talk about these cannibal tribes, but then there's also things that seem to be, like, out of place. And because, obviously, it's a, it's a tribe that you can't really have much contact with, 
you're just wondering like what's happened, you know. And there's yeah. a lot of foreboding about what happened to this this crew, and you know why did why did this just happen? Yeah, it takes a very that that's the part I wasn't expecting in a film called Hannibal Hannibal Cannibal <laughs> Holocaust. Um, I was expected, like we said about it, just being them going in and in a, and we're following them for a forest, and then you get some you know kind of deaths and things like that. Yeah, but this the 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 uh, TV executive whatever, going to search for the you know the lost filmmakers yeah. with his crew and that added this really interesting kind of more like of a very timely it was kind of a apocalypse now or a out yeah. of africa you know this kind of this kind of people going into nature to try and find something and you're kind of delved into that and it, it felt like it took a much more kind of dramatic kind of of that time storytelling brought it to this and it i really think it actually really improved the structure and storytelling yeah. of this film because you've got the foreboding of him going in to find them like are you gonna end up with the same fate because we've already kind of got the idea that it's not gone their way they already believe that they're probably dead anyway yeah that adds something to it you then allow it to have a mystery of what actually happened to them and the fact that they restrain themselves to hold that until nearly the last half an hour of the film, really, yeah, is I I just felt like this film is really held back when what Italian horror doesn't tend to do that it doesn't that often. tend to does it? No, no it's usually you know, quite full on. Um, but, and it, it makes this rise above like all the controversy. I think buried this down to be a kind of, uh, you know, a really kind of maybe like looked upon like that like poorly. Yeah, I actually think that if it wasn't for all that controversy, this could have seen, been seen as one of the greater, higher up kind of ones because it has got a very classic dramatic film kind of structure to it, and it's and it's got some interesting themes to it. But touching on what you were saying about the actual kind of structure and what you'd expect, um, so I'm going to butcher the name, um, but Rogero Diodato. Um, and yeah. uh, Gianfranco Clarissi, so the director and the writer, um, they also did a film together. Um, I, I don't know if you recognise the name, uh, but it was The the House uh, on the Edge of the Park. And I remember I sent it to you because it's a, the poster I found is really cool, where it's like, uh, like a skeleton with a switchblade or like a, a, a straight razor stood you know by like this like house and it's like really arty and yeah. i said like filmmakers will make posters like this and then it'll just be david hess raping someone <laughs> and that's basically <laughs> what you know the house at the edge of the park is is uh david hess plays another fucking lunatic like he does in last house on the left and he goes into this rich person's house and he sub subjects them to torture you know so it's kind of like he, they made a film together before this that was very, yeah. you know, boot, you know, boot and braces, just, yeah, fuck people up. And then they made this film, which does have, like, quite a lot of restraint to it, does have some strange foreboding, does have a, a real decent story. It has an, an interesting, quite an iffy message at times that they're trying to get across, yeah. but it does actually have a lot more of a clear message. And there was one line of dialogue or, like, one scene later into the film that i did actually think was real good um but i feel yeah to, yeah to kind of get into the opening of it um we get you know 
this documentary team that have disappeared. Um, and we get like this local <coughs> militia who uh, capture one of the Yak- Yakuma, I think they're called. Um, there's, a, there's a split second where one of the head gets fucking exploded, which is awesome. Um, and they basically use him as like a, you know, a tri- you know, it's like a way to get into the tribe. But there's also some scenes kind of like uh, on the way to finding this, uh, to finding this Yakuma tribe, which is really like distressing. Like, I don't know if you knew about the animal deaths in the film. I imagine you did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've got yeah. That. <laughs> that, yeah. That is one of the, that is one of the things that does kind of bring a kind of a negativity to this film. Um, you know, the, yeah. the animal cruelty part is quite bad in this film. It's horrendous. Man. Yeah. You know, it's, you know. that is for some people, this will make it a, a, almost a non-watch kind of thing and, for that. And it's understandable. Yeah. Like when, like the muskrat, you know, the muskrat. Like when they, when they like one of the actors, you know, stabs it, and you're watching, and you're like, "Fuck, this is really, this is really rough, man." Um, yeah, I was gonna say, in, in the one I watched, the knife goes towards it as the must. Well, it's actually a possum, well, a muskrat, apparently. <laughs> so yeah, they call it a muskrat, <laughs> but it's actually a possum. But you you hear the animal scream, which is the actual animal. It's not some fake thing. But in mine, it did cut off on that one. It's the only one it cut off on my version. For some oh, I didn't, man. I wish it cut off. I yeah. fucking want thing die. <laughs> fucking I was going to say, every other, well, every other animal, I, it shows you in this one. But for some reason, yeah. the muskrat on my version I was watching, it cuts that one bit off, which yeah. is horrific to see. The one, um, yeah, the one that comes um, a little bit later... Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll I, I don't know. I will come back to them because most of them happen with the film crew later. Yeah, so we should, we'll mention that in its order later on. But there are some horrific ones later on, um, and it, it's really it's really hard. Like I, I remember at the start of this film, the only thing I found quite distracting was that you know because at the beginning we do also get like little scenes of the camera crew like getting ready and yeah, we see a little bit of the footage before the guy heads off. Um, and the only one I, I found a bit distracting was the fact that these camera crew are trying to act naturally, like they're actual people being documentary. And they yeah. just seem like the most unnatural people in the world, like the way <laughs> they're acting, which is weird. At the, at the start of the film, I thought, like, that's the only thing that's distracting me is the fact that they just seem so not like documentary filmmakers. They seem so off. They seem so. Yeah. But by the end, it actually kind of makes sense that these people seem a bit unhinged. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it it kind of works later on, um, but when they do go into the into the forest and stuff like that, I gotta be honest, I, my my head just went to Arnold and Carl Weathers. I was half expecting the, <laughs> the, friend, the yeah. I was just expecting them to show up with their rippling muscles showing up. And the predator, yeah. <laughs> oh no, I've accidentally put predator on again. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. The uh, the brutality of that, like that murder, um. You know the, the the different animals that do come. We see the other really hard bit that comes like as they're going through is that is that rape and brutalization of yeah the woman, the adulteress. Yeah, the, made the adulteress. Yeah, that's from their tribe, which is odd because this woman is definitely because she's covered in mud. But unlike all the other actors, this is like a this is like a white blonde woman. It looks like a white blonde woman, doesn't you it? You can see her blonde hair in like several of the like the parts. It's she's not like 
she's definitely not actually of their tribe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. it's weird because all the they've got so many actors, native actors, you know, within Which the film. Which is really interesting. Isn't and it? for this one scene, they've hired. So I don't know if it's because they needed to hire a proper actress in order to do what they were doing to her in this scene. Probably, yeah, someone different, but. It's it's a really hard. Is you see her getting dragged out of the boat, yeah, across the ground, and then you see him like raping her with a with like a, a massive a wooden rock spear kind of rock so, yeah, kind of thing. Spear, I it was a yeah, rock. I couldn't tell because I think it looked like it had a hole in it. So basically, like he sticks his dick in the the wood, and then oh, he yeah. rapes her with the and, and he goes for it. Yeah. And you can a see rough. the blood building up around, and then he he makes this like spiky ball of mud, and then shoves it inside, and it's it's like fuck, it's hell. fucking rough, isn't it? Yeah, as as and he it's... like, yeah, you go. yeah, oh, yeah. No, it's just a real rough watch, you know, because it's one of those things where it's obviously it's gratu- gratuitous what it's showing, and it is very like it's very visceral, and it's very violent, but it does that bit where it's like you. You're not seeing like you're not seeing like much, you know, but you're hearing a lot, yeah, you know. So that kind of it's that thing of like it lets your imagination really run with it, and it's a real it is a real rough watch. Like watching it, I was like, man, how long? Well, it is hard because you do hear a lot, (laughs) but you do see most of it as well. You do see, but you it's like quick shots yeah know? yeah so it's it, it never it's never lingers too long that you're like oh this is clearly like fake you know yeah it never and, sticks and, and obviously as i was watching it knowing about some of the stuff with this film in terms of like video nasties and yeah um you know we'll we've touched on the animal cruelty and we'll touch on that more and we'll get to a lot of the video staff nasty stuff like to walk after we've talked about through the film a bit yeah um you know one of the key things within it was you know within the banning was the case made against it of it being real you know that this was a snuff film um and i gotta be honest this bit really did like i was looking at it going i can see exactly how someone could think this was real yeah we have a lot of things with special effects and stuff like that but all of this just seems like it's happening and the yeah. bit that really got to me is when he's dragging, when after he's bludgeoned her, that's the only bit I think that gives away that it's not, is that the blood doesn't quite look right. Yeah. Um, apart from that bludgeoning bit, though, the rest of the blood all mixed with the mud makes it look real. Yeah. Um, the only bit that was like, I can see how this looks real, is when he's dragging her lifeless body off. Because her body, like, folds, it, and the way yeah. he's dragging her across the ground, you're just thinking... Whichever actress they paid to do this, fucking hell, you got put through the ringer. Like, yeah, you must yeah. really have been because, like, he her arms and legs are tied, and he when he drags her back to the boat, he's dragging her where her arms and are together, and her body's just bumping in, it's just limp. against rocks and stuff, and it looks limp and lifeless. And I just looked at it, going, "That legitimately, I would truly believe that that is a that looks like a dead person." Like, yeah, of me in my head is still thinking, like, I, I'm not sure, sure, I believe them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that woman's dead. <laughs> well, there's a couple of things like that, you know. There are, I'll be honest, even though it's a film during the 80s, and you have that thing of like, oh, somebody's head got cut off, and and you can clearly see that it's like plastic, like a or like a you yeah. know like a mannequin body. I there's not much of this film that actually has that in 
to be honest. You know, I think no, a lot looks it creepily, real. scarily real for the time. I yeah. Think. I think the special yeah. effects on this, there are people even today who could learn lessons. If if they did yeah. it in that way, then go and find out how <laughs> they did it because you're still screwing it when you, you've got a perfection of like, if I compare this to all the other Italian horror, if we look at like Burial Ground or something like that, yeah. or your Ripper, something like that, this looks truly quite real. And I think it is yeah. because it's, I think maybe the the colors, the the fact that a lot of it is all covered with like mud and stuff like that might maybe. help to hide a lot of it. Yeah, and it's all about the shots that they take, and maybe sometimes the found footage element, the documentary style, kind of helps to hide certain things. But it just looks like I do think the special effects in this film are actually incredible. <laughs> They're like better than yeah. most of that era that I've ever seen. Oh yeah, they were awesome. Man. I understand you know? why you know why the documentary were put on murder charges <laughs> yeah, for this yeah. film because and had to prove for the special effects which again yeah. we will come back to let's um return to the uh to finding what happened to the documentary crew and i'll yeah. start with boy hangs dong <laughs> yes I, I find it i just I, I find it real fucking funny that he's just like I, you know, because he does that classic thing of like a documentary maker where he's like reading into a tape recorder, you know, and he's like, Yeah, to ingratiate myself with the Akuma people, I decided I would strip naked as Adam and wait upon the water for them. And he's just like, Gets his fucking dong out. Yeah, he's like, goes into the water, <laughs> wrestling with the name. Well, actually, to be fair, I was talking about there's the other boy that hangs dong as well to get them into the trial. Oh, he yeah, has to hang yeah. dong, Miguel, like, yeah, stand there and kind of like not move while they fire darts around his oh, feet. That. Yeah, yeah, Miguel, him, he um, hangs dong as well. Miguel, he's the first dong, the first <laughs> dong the of many dong. dongs. <laughs> there are a few dongs, aren't there? You know, um, you know, uh, but yeah, but that's pretty much it. They get to agree, they get. To, uh, taken into the tribe because he's shown himself and he managed to make them trust the the uh, the, the two non-native no, yeah, people. And yeah. Um, yeah, and then we get loads of those weird scenes where they're trying to like get them brought in and stuff like that. But yeah, that n- naked wrestling kind of in the water, like this is how we get into the tribe. I must take their women. And even though they already <laughs> seem to have a problem with adultery and, yeah. and other men going near their women, they're, f- they're fine with one bunch of women going in like i was like <laughs> going to the white man as well yeah you know? it's like it's like if david attenborough did the documentary <laughs> uh, i will now make deep penetrative love to this woman <laughs> yeah i will now impregnate all of the women in this tribe <laughs> and then he, he like runs off and you can tell like he puts back on his trousers but at the same time you can see that he's like ah oh, now i go to make fuck in this yeah now uh, now i get to fuck all of these women nice <laughs> you know Instead, he's oh, greeted by the uh, the dead corpses of the, the documentary film crew. Yes. Well, before that, I mean, I know we jump around a lot, um, but when they get to the actual tribe um, and they see the uh, they see like the burning hut, you yeah. know, and the and the the one guy, the kind of leader of the the Akuma tribe, is like freaking out and it's really interesting because he's trying he's obviously like like i said earlier they can't communicate in english so they can't be like your lads came here and forced us in here and burnt it down but it's very clear that like something is go is going on and throughout the film you're not only asking like uh what's happened to these people but they're also asking like 
why have these people been, you know, why have these people been victimized? Because usually they they say that like, and they, they they always use like the term white man in this film, but they say like no white man has seen these two of these tribes, you know, yeah. like they they leave them alone. They make themselves scarce. Uh, they have like an uh, internal war between themselves. But other than that, you know, they don't go missing. They don't really touch them. Um, but something must have happened for them to, you know, meet such a grisly end. And then after that, you know, when they he starts to go deeper into the into the uh, into the Amazon, that's when I think he's trying to find a different. That's because there's there's the Yakuma, then there's the swamp people and the tree people, um, yeah. and the, they're the ones who are like always gobbling each other up, and they're kind of allowed to. Um, and yeah, the, I think the, the ones that were uh, what are the seem to be the worst put upon are the ones that actually don't do much to the others you know they have certain tribal rituals but yeah. it's more of like the swamp ones are the truly like horrific brutal ones really yeah they? yeah those ones <laughs> the ones they know? don't want coming for them yeah um <laughs> because but they then... save them don't they they save <laughs> them from one of the at one point they save the yeah. tree people from the the swamp Bom- people or whatever people. they are yeah yana yana mamo the tree people and the shamatari and the the swamp people i mean i'm just going to call them the tree people and the swamp people because i know i'll i'll get those names confused yeah you know? um but, but the tree and the swamp are a bit more towards the can a little bit closer well, to the cannibalistic one they say that yeah they say that there's like open season between them you know anyone could be hunted and killed and then strand it's just like completely fine uh but it's the it's the yamamamo the tree people who uh, lead him to the the shrine that they have of the uh, you know the it's a really weird kind of like bundle of the skeleton and the corpses and then the cameras in there yeah and it's, it's really taken the parts and you've got some of the film reels but not all of them yeah um, as they find out that the tree people have them kind of lauded and laid out yeah. across there. Um, but uh, this is what makes it really interesting because they really seem to have thought about it. They've kind of built this kind of proper, you know, they've really thought about these different tribes and how they interact and what they do with each other and the different ways yeah. and the different cultures. Um, and because we get to learn more in this first part, it also makes the next part more interesting and helps you kind of see back now. Th- like like you just said, this film would have a is worthy of a second watch because you'll probably see more stuff you were like, shit that's what the filmmakers did and that's why that's yeah like that like you said with the burning you know there's a lot of things that you're like now i understand why that character is laid out on the floor or trying to heal that other person what happened yeah. to them you know or why that person is like why are they like on the ground of, of this stick on the ground where there yeah. seems to be a dead body of an animal and it's like yeah. why are they over perched <laughs> over it like you understand once you get to the end of this film which yeah. again, is always the good inkling of a great of a pretty great film yeah when the seeds are laid but you don't find out until you know the end kind of thing what yeah. we, how it occurred which again this was as i assume you as well going into it thinking we were just going to get basically what happened to the crew yeah gobbled up basically at the end and it kind of being your standard like oh there they are you know like zombie two yeah that kind of style yeah just them getting gobbled up 
you know? Yeah. That's just what kind I of surviving these weird looking zombie creatures, like not zombie creatures, but you know what I mean? Like these yeah. weird tribal looking people. But, yeah. you know, these guys at times are more terrifying than um, <laughs> any zombie, you know, <laughs> when you yeah. see the way they are. When you think of them as they're actual humans, and, and you know that these cultures are, in somewhat they're not they're not fictional; they are real. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, because there are you know, the rainforest. There are still like cannibal tribes, you know. But it's it's weird that they, you know, I don't know how if they researched like if they researched cannibal tribes much, or if they literally just went, "This would be cool." But they have like some some interesting stuff that kind of you could may you know you could understand they talk about uh believing that because he uses the tape recorder to you know yeah to kind of show them and they think that they he can capture people's voices and then they think that the documentary crew were capturing their souls and that the you know the reels or the silver discs or the silver boxes as they call them were what was what were giving him power and it's a really interesting way in which like you can imagine as somebody who who is like for lack of a better word primitive you know yeah um they always say that in the film that they're like a primitive people but for people who aren't maybe as technologically advanced and don't know all of this stuff and are still in like a tribal mindset maybe that's what they would actually believe you know yeah well i mean literally if you if you go back in time to cinema the 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 first ever one of the first ever things shown was the big screen where they showed a train coming towards yeah a, a group of people inside of like a little tent and <laughs> yeah you know what i mean and people literally jumped and ran out the ways <laughs> coming towards them you know what i mean that's just the way yeah. it, like your mind boggles the first time you see certain things you're like what the fuck is that the mind does boggle you know what I mean? It's like the first time that in like around the seventies and eighties when someone made a, a microwave and they're like, "Fuck, I can do this in a minute." <laughs> yeah, oh my God, I, I could bake my potato in five minutes instead of an hour. Jesus yeah. Christ, the world has changed. <laughs> I can have a TV dinner now, just just as good as Mum makes. You know, like, <laughs> tastes exactly the same. Tastes exactly the same. Yeah, and because so, he he has to he has to eat he has to eat like the bowel of what you assume someone. is someone um, yeah. in order to finally like for them to trust him basically and, and finally allow him to have the film reels in, in, in a trade for the, doesn't he, does the, he trade it for the, the, yeah, he trades it for the, the voice. voice recorder. Recorder. They want to collect other people's souls. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> basically what, but yeah. And it, yeah, that's all like really interesting. That's kind of like where it kind of cuts before it cuts back over to, him back in the the real world, I guess, <laughs> yeah. his real world. But yeah, it's it's that it's the fact that it's like you understand what he's doing and you understand what he has to do. And you know, I can't remember what the character's name of the guy who's guiding him, but he basically looks at him like, basically, do this or they eat us. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? it was like, uh, Ch- Ch- Chasso, Chaco. Yeah, it's just because uh, I don't Miguel, uh, the badass. The badass with the beard. He's yeah. just like, yeah, just fucking scram that liver, you know? Yeah. He enjoys watching the man wrestle with the naked ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's 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 a it's really interesting. And then obviously that's when we start to get more of the peaks of the the filmmakers because yeah. he has the film reels and now they're like we get a little bit more of like the TV executives who are like, oh, this is high priority. It's made lots of, it made huge ratings, his other stuff. 
Yeah. Um, the um the previous documentary that he made was like a huge hit and but it was a hard watch it was hard to see but that's what people want they want things that are hard to see like they're kind yeah. of pushing for the graphic nature of things um and it's I, interesting because i can't the, remember what the documentary was called but it, the it, green inferno no uh, the, the the previous documentary you get to see oh, it on the screen um, the last road to hell the last road to hell yeah, yeah. Which... It's really interesting, yeah, because they mention about um, like he, the the main character anthropologist is now back. He's got the film reels and he's on like a news show talking about his journey. And then they say, you know, we're going to be broadcasting the you know the Green Inferno, uh, Alan Yates's last documentary live Wednesday at nine pm. Um, yeah, and then they ask him to you know to host it and then to talk about his journey finding it and locating them and so he says rightfully i want to see what you know i want to see the footage before and then i think that's where we find out we watch the last road to hell like a bit of it but then we find out that you know alan yates and his crew aren't really the people that we'd be led to believe and kind of part of the one of the the keys or one of the teases for the twist is that the last road to hell was all staged, you know? Yeah, that 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 reveal of... Because, obviously, Last Road to Hell, and I believe that was another part that was quite cut down. Apparently, it was more brutal originally, the stuff that mm. they showed, because um, that had to do stuff with, like, apartheid and stuff like that, and the separation yeah. and that kind of thing. So, um, but you, you see these, you know, black men chained up to post and shot, and then the reveal that, actually, they had paid the militants to do that. Yeah, and it's like so that the documentary crew they paid to have people murdered, and you're like, yeah, fuck, you're like, and she just—it's the fact the executive just goes with it, like, yeah, that's kind of what happened. It's like, fucking hell, like it feels a little bit like they're trying to make a point that these people are ruthless for whatever they can get. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that is there is a real sense in this film that it literally is like the Western culture are the true monsters here. Like we are sadist, we are sadistic in our yeah. like greed for what we want. Yeah, that's definitely like, you know, one of the messages that they try and push is, you know, about it's also about, you know, sensationalism, you know, and that like that's basically what people want to watch is yeah, is horrendous horrid stuff and, and be safe behind the TV that, screen. That comes know? in later when it's the you do whatever you have to do but keep don't stop filming keep filming yeah what is happening kind of thing it 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 pushes it to insane boundaries to show how kind of insanely sadistic that like they can be in that kind of need to get something um kind of mental because if you think about a lot of the stuff that happens like today that's does happen like if you go on tiktok you can see all sorts of mental stuff you know or even if you just not even just tiktok itself but if you go reddit or anything you know you can see like you know video footage of people just getting stabbed and yeah horrific stuff that you know taken by passerbys and you know by people who are just watching and filming it you know even before these things you had you had stuff like remember like on youtube when we were like in you know when we were in school kind of thing there used to always be things where people were like oh yeah look at this youtube set and it was sort of someone being beheaded or something like that and you yeah were like, why the fuck are you why the fuck are you showing this to me like what the fuck is going on why do we think that that's okay but yeah why does is... my still developing brain need to see this you know? yeah but it <laughs> it's just not gonna what... be psychologically scarring at all. like 
like a horror film, there is a certain level of you that's like intrigued by the idea of death or how someone died, you know, and things like that. We've all had those nights where we've been just scrolling on Google and ended up looking for like a million different ways that people were murdered or murder cases yeah. and freaking yourself out about someone's about to come in and take your <laughs> take <laughs> you away from this and murder you like uh yeah. like the Ramses or something like that. But yeah. Um but yeah, there is also a I guess it also shows that you know there has to be a line drawn in the you know that we shouldn't sensationalize this kind of crap. <laughs> but yeah. It, it's an interesting part of the film. Um and yeah, that's when we start to get way more about the filmmakers and realizing what they're like as in as in, well, they're mainly pretty unlikable. <laughs> yeah. For the definitely. most part. <laughs> they are they, they seem they seem well, they seem kind of like idiots without any morals. Um yeah. they don't seem to care. Um, you know, and, and as things start to happen to them, but even from the beginning, we see the first couple of shots like them in the hotel room and they're basically just like you know, her, uh, the 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 woman naked. Um, yeah, and they're just not filming, and she's asking them to stop, and they're just like they're like they're kids. They they act like stupid teenagers, basically, just like falling around. You know, yeah, nonstop, and they and they do do throughout. You know, as they're you know as we're guided through, um, as they start to make their way into the rainforest, it just gets more and more like what the fuck, like why how, why do you act like that why are you acting like that like yeah constantly filming waste wasting reels quite often <laughs> and, <laughs> and she continues to mention about the fact that they're just wasting <laughs> film basically yeah. but they're just like no we have to get all of it um because they have their guides don't they um yeah uh, uh, what's his name i was gonna say i remember because it's, it's one of the first dead bodies you see in the earlier part when the when he's hunting for them, you see this yeah. this dead body, and um, I think I've got it in my notes. Uh, Felipe, Felipe, um, yeah. I mean, this this all comes within that. This is probably the key part to mention about the animal cruelty because this is like the key. This is where a lot of most of the cruelty, one after another, and also yeah. why it's so like needlessly unneeded. Um, yeah. Needlessly unneeded. <laughs> Needlessly unneeded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the opposite of that word. But yeah, it, it it is pointless what they show. One of the biggest reasons, obviously, for the banning of this film. Um, and and in this sequence, we get to see as they're going through the rainforest, we we get quite a few that are just kind of quick shots of like things that they're coming upon. Yeah. Um, obviously, as mentioned before, we have the <laughs> possum or mistaken muskrat in the film that was killed with the knife. Um, yeah, which you get to, you got to see the whole of that. I just got to hear oh, the scream and the knife going towards. I didn't see that bit, and not so that I, I, I won't be going to look for that because I don't need. To yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. But you know, uh, this was a big part of it. Um, Didato has obviously since he said like that this was stupid to do it the way that they did it, which was actually getting the animals and murdering themselves. Yeah, uh, if 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 you haven't. If you've seen the film or haven't watched, you might not have realized with some of them because you might have just assume, well, they just use fake props and stuff like that. These aren't real. They've just added some. Yeah. But every animal that is murdered in this film is a real animal that they have murdered on screen. Yeah, and it's fucking rough, isn't it? You know? Um, and it does. It feels like needlessly, you know, it's needlessly included. Um, I was going to fall into your trap of saying needlessly. <laughs> um, yeah. But you do, you, you know, you find just like, I, I get 
there's a scene that actually I think does this kind of a bit better than this scene, and it's a little bit before, but we get uh, we get the main character, uh, the anthropologist, interviewing the family members and of all of the people who went missing, and basically yeah. all of them are like, um, you know, they're all bellends, <laughs> for lack of yeah. a better word. You know, I, oh, I was married to you know one of them for you know four months, and then he was always away at work in. And he was always, you know, like shagging around and he was horrible. And one's like, oh, I don't, I hate my son. I don't want to talk to him. He's dead. That's probably the best thing that's happened. One's yeah. like, oh, her name's not even Faye. Her name's Tina. She's an actress. Like, you know, she never, she was never any good. She was horrid. You find that they're all cunts, basically. Um, basically, yeah. So it feels like un- very, like, unnecessary that we then have a footage of them and I get it. You're like they, they're, they're in, you know, they're animals and they're trying to survive. But you just see yeah. them like fucking lop a turtle's head off. That then... that's that was the worst one to me because um, it's, you know, I know that they're trying to build a reality. And yes, yeah. if you have it, it builds a realism. If, if if it looks like a really fake animal, it can ruin the you know the part of it. Yeah. Um, and 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 I think there's even been people come out in defense of it, saying, you know, they've killed people in other films, like I mentioned Apocalypse Now before that features some real animal deaths and stuff like that in it. Yeah. And you know, and and the BB and talking of the video nasties part, like the BBFC said, you know, you can have the them still in it as long as it's like clean kills. You know, you can still have yeah. animal death as long as it's a cl- what they would refer to as a clean, quick kill. <laughs> like in apocalypse now which is like yeah. a clean um you know and and that's where they've defended saying like oh they're being really harsh because of the type of film it is but they shouldn't nothing about that turtle scene is a clean quick curl not i i don't think anyone can say that that turtle didn't suffer when it died it was suffering before they even lop its head off they're like dragging it out by one of its like legs and tail yeah you know, they're kind of tapping and knocking it. It looks really uncomfortable. It's it's moving its limbs it's like it's in, you know what I mean. And well, even after it, they kill it, its legs are flapping about and its head like jerks. You know, yeah, it's still yeah, its head's still moving even when its head's off. You know, which I know is convulsive, but its legs and stuff is still moving. And it's just yeah. like you see you see the whole thing. They take it apart. They're ripping the shell, its organs, and again, its limbs are still moving even when they've torn its shell off and lipping into its oh, organs. Yeah. And, it's just it's one that you never want to see, especially with a, a you know. I guess it's un- also because it's unusual because you don't tend to see this of a turtle. Whereas I guess in many native countries, and you know in Asian countries, this might be common practice. But might for be us, common. this is not a it this is, is not, it's not common at all. This is fucking weird to see a turtle like a you know a beautiful <laughs> creature just being mindlessly yeah. torn apart. Yeah. Um, but Let I them just get think... strangled on straws, you know, yeah. <laughs> plastic. <laughs> Let them die as nature intended, not. Not by, you know, being beheaded and brutalized. Yeah, I, I just find, you know, and uh, uh, you know that one is to show whatever that they're having food, and it's meant to show the realism of being in the rainforest that you've got to survive or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all fine, but half of them are just for like quick shots of oh no, there's a tarantula on me, or oh a bow construct. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just you know chopping a tarantula in half just because. Well, oh, we wanted a scene of her being possibly Faye being possibly at risk. Yeah, know, like or... the tarantula gets fucking mushed, and the snake just gets fucking 
killed but for them. It, like chopped into several bits. Again, yeah. not clean because he's chopped into several parts. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> not like a quick death. Um, yeah. You know, and that includes how they're treated before as well. And we don't even know off screen how they were treated to get to that moment. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's not like these animals didn't go through a long process before they finally got the shot they wanted. Um, you know, even with like the squirrel monkeys later on, they actually killed two squirrel monkeys, not one, because they didn't get the right shots. So they had to kill another one. Which so is that's the, that's fucking... a brutal one as well. Yeah, lops his fucking face straight off. <laughs> Do- yeah, cracks his fucking dome open. And their defense brain. was like, the animals didn't go to waste. The local natives ate them because squirrel brain like monkey brains is a delicacy but still it's like well, yeah but fuck it <laughs> but you didn't need to do it did you like, yeah you didn't need to you know you know and it doesn't show enough like the fucking tarantula one for starters how fucking easy would that be to fake that, that that's no one's going to question if that's real no. or not. Yeah, fucking furry twig <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah if you just get one of those joke ones you get you know it just, yeah, it, I I think that this is the one. This is the one out of everything that I definitely go like. I get why people shouldn't have to see that, and if they do realize it's real, it, it's it's not real, and it is the one thing in this film that leaves a kind of bad taste. Yeah, definitely, um, it's real harsh. I I thought the muskrat was the worst man. Oh, it was fucking. <laughs> As I said, all I heard was a scream, which was bad enough. Yeah, you're uh, lucky. Didn't, you didn't watch it. Let's just say that. But that's what I mean. You shouldn't leave a film. You shouldn't leave a film with a, a scene that is literally, you know, left an impact in the that negative way on you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know it's all about realism. And yes, you could say that you know um, to bring reality, you know, some things they need to like show off and make you feel like this. And it might in this might in turn make you, more people have believed that the real deaths were real. If everything yeah. looks so realistic, maybe, maybe, yeah, it, maybe it's that still was part not of the choice, but know? it's still not worth a life just for no. their shot. You know what I mean? It's putting them yeah. above it. And I know Didato has gone back on it and saying he was an idiot to do it the way he was back then, but you know, it still doesn't quite, <laughs> it's still yeah, not it's, quite good enough. Yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? You know, um, um and and of I, course, it, I guess the one thing it does help is it makes you dislike the filmmakers even more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not more I guess than what they does. go on to do next. <laughs> yeah, I guess that does one work. I mean, Felipe's death is real. Yeah. I thought was actually really funny. So he gets bit, but he gets bitten by a snake. Felipe is the guide. Yeah. Uh, he gets bitten, and then they're like, "Cut my leg off! Cut my leg off!" So they just like hack his leg off. Um, without fucking then, like, not knowing what they're really doing, I don't think. No, they just go for it, and then they, um, and then they like you know, uh, sort of like sear the wound, um, you know, and then in the next shot, it's literally just like Felipe is dead. <laughs> yeah, that's what. I, this is what I mean. Like, so funny. This is why you kind of get the sense of like, are these guys fucking like psychopaths or something? Like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Because they're like, yeah. one's just. One's just smoking, doesn't seem that bothered. The other one's still filming. Of course, he's still filming. Of course. The other ones are kind of mess, And then they go straight to, like, messing around. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, this guy just died for you. And you're just like, let's put some leaves on him. And off we go. Yeah. They yeah, don't even, like, properly you know. bury him. They just put some no. leaves because we know they found his body later on. And he was pretty much out in the open <laughs> just lying yeah. there. <laughs> I wonder whether it would be really interesting if they'd of uh implied that like maybe if they get rid of the film you know some of the them killing the animals and instead they'd have put in something like a scene in between where Felipe gets bit and they cut his leg off 
and they're like carrying him and he looks fine and then they kind of imply that they killed him so that they could take a shot of him being like oh he died from the poison you know yeah Um, because they do that later on that's what i mean you do get the wonder like it's like they do all of that and it's like he's dead it like cuts straight to yeah he died it's like he died did what did he (laughs) did he die yeah like well, maybe he happened. did just actually die off the snake bite, but I would have liked it if they were like, maybe you know, maybe his death was sped up by the uh, filmmakers, you know? Yeah, yeah, they definitely didn't want to drag him around. <laughs> so that's why I was wondering. I was like, what are you guys going to do now? Because you ain't going to be dragging him about. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it's really weird. Like they really are. Like the way that it is quite vile. The way that they continue to like fake and you know make up that like they really do show themselves as like the true monsters the way that they're coming yeah. in and kind of invading on this other culture you know they have no care for them and it's the fact they've run in and they're just they're just like truly like you know you have that birthing scene don't you of the the woman giving birth you know holding on to the yeah you know which again is quite a hard one to watch She's giving birth. I don't know if she's giving birth. If she, I don't know what is actually going on in that one. Well, well they it... take they take the they take the the dead corpse of the child out of her. Well, yeah, bury it, don't they? So and I think I don't I don't know if they're t- or if because the child or for some reason they know the child is dead that they are doing. But my thing is that it was like this is this is how they try to make her give birth. But if she fails, yeah. like the baby is dead. Um. I feel like they killed her because the baby died and therefore she's an inferior. She's not a, you know, she's not a childbearing person, woman, and she doesn't... Potentially, yeah. You know, I guess within these tribes, that is her role, to be that. You are to give us children. If you can't do that, then you are worthless to us. Yeah. Because then they bludgeon her head to death, but you've got the filmmakers come in. I can't quite tell. I think it's Jack, you know, the blonde one. Um, Yeah. But I can't quite tell what, he, but he kind of goes over and he tries to push them in like he's trying to get them to do something. So that's why a little bit in my head, I was like, what did they do? Like, did they in- interfere in this way? Or like, in that, it makes you question it in every turn. It's, Disney, yeah, it's they do. really weird, you know? Um, it's a very, and there's a lot of that kind of in this film, I think, where you're, you're a lot of it is left open to interpretation, you know? Like that scene, you do get you do get the scene with the you know the adulteress uh, where he's trying to explain some of the customs, but there's a lot of like non-verbal stuff that you do see, and it's you kind of watch it and you have to make your own kind of opinion about that. Because I was, I was the same. I was watching it. And I was like, okay, maybe she'd been, maybe she was an adulteress as well. You know, she was pregnant. Yeah. And then that's why they were doing it. And then the child was, I, I assume the child was stillborn. And I, I don't know. I was thinking maybe she's adulterous. But now you're saying you thought that it was, that she's not like in the tribe's view, maybe able to like yeah. reproduce, you know? So it's, it was, is that's an interesting concept of the film as well, you know? Yeah. That's, that's why it's, which one is it? Yeah. And, and there's yeah. multiple reasons why, and, and you don't know how much you can trust because you know that they fake the voiceovers as well. Yeah. So it all depends on like which ones have already been edited. So even though we know that they're watching like raw footage, we know that some of it has already been played with because for instance, they've put end of reel on the end of some of them, but some of them yeah. are like they're raw. 
Um, so that's why it's really hard to know which ones is the real and which ones is the they've added the voiceover on already. Like you said, yeah. like some are silent because they <laughs> haven't been able to do it yet. Some are, some have already been added the 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 sound onto it or the yeah. nar- narrative onto it. So like that bit they say about it being kind of like a they imply it's like a birthing, yeah, Sarah, or something like that. But you don't know if that's actually what happened or if they're filming something completely different. So it's really. It's, yeah, it's an interesting part of that kind of idea, and it really, it really builds on you know once they get back to the village, like that sadistic nature. Yeah, them, when they of them capturing like everything, nothing is held back. Yeah, which then includes this fucking madness. Like they take it to another level when they get to that village, the torturing and the burning. Yeah, like, what the fuck is going on? Like you're just they want action packed scenes. Yeah. So they just start going around shooting everything and like in the air and gathering them all up and they guide them inside of that hut. And yeah. Just, and then like that was one thing. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And then they start burning it. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And they're creating it's them creating like this narrative, you know, that they were yeah. that they were attacked by this other tribe so they can make this story. Um and I there's I mean there's kind of two interesting bits about that is that the that so they obviously used a lot of real tribesmen um, for this film, and I fit and the tribesmen would have gone. That was like real, you know. They actually put yeah. the tribesmen in there, set on fire, and then only let them out at the very last minute, you know. So it's massively like endangering these these people's lives. Um, but I think looking at the the idea of kind of like shaping the narrative um, is that. You know, it was um, it was really inspired by um, like this me- media coverage of um, this this uh, Red Brigades, which was like this Marxist-Leninist like ar- armed guerrilla organization in Italy, um, and they, I mean, they were responsible for a lot of kind of violent things, but there was also a lot of like questions about well how much violence were they responsible for was the media sensationalizing them was it like creating narratives around what they'd done that kind of stuff um and i think you know it's pretty clear that that message continues in this film when you look at these you know asshole direct you know uh documentary makers who were just like well these people aren't really people we can burn them in a hut and then say oh this is a massacre by this tribe because we know it's got to be you know it's got to make a story um it's something that i i thought was a real good twist in the film i was expecting it to be yeah very straight laced you know yeah it, it really does add something to this film it and it makes you any film that makes you question pretty much everything that's going on around yeah. you is a strong film, you know what I mean? Because it, it really shows that they've thought about it, you know, and it has so many levels with these people, like, you know, that when they show, you know, like when they're, when they're raping that woman, yeah, which is after one after the, it is after that bit, but one after yeah. the other, but the fact is that they keep passing around the camera, like, yeah. Why you're not going to put that in the final footage because exactly. you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, but, of course you would. <laughs> but so why you know Faye's there? Like, why? What are you doing? And why are you wasting this footage? <laughs> and then, and then they even try to do stuff to Faye when she starts disagreeing with them. Like, yeah, Jack tries to hold her down, and um, and you are just there, like, what? What the fuck is happening here? Yeah, like, you are going truly mad. 
I mean, yeah, that that is that is a little bit after because it because after they've burnt in Troyd and another bit of animal cruelty, the pig, he just gets shotgunned again, and, and that pig's like fucking. You know, they take that rifle and shoot it straight in the head, but that pig's like chased around and sque- squealing like terrified before you yeah. shoot it in the head again. Not a clean girl, fucking no. violent. Um, yeah. Also, this head contains one of the. I gotta say, one of the weirdest sex scenes after they've yeah after they've pillaged the village, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Um, that is one of the weirdest fucking ones when it has what is it, Faye and Alan? Yeah, and they're like, like she seems like she's fighting him, like she doesn't want to do it, and then it's like, oh wait, no, are you play fighting? And then yeah. it's like, oh wait, I'm not sure. But whatever's happening right now, this is does not feel natural in any way. You're like constantly yeah. pushing each other and pulling each other. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Like, this 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 doesn't seem real in any way. It seems like what like I don't understand this act that's yeah. happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think after after that scene is where we get uh, we go back to the uh, to the main story where the anthropologist is basically saying um we can't show this you know um the tv executives are saying no like we're still going to show it um we don't we haven't seen the rest of the footage we don't really care we're going to show it um and then there's like an interesting part where the anthropologist is talking to one of the tv executives and he's saying about you know like have you thought of this from the Yakomo people's perspectives? You know, like somebody, how would you feel if somebody came into your house, took whatever little bits of food you had and threw it down the toilet? And they say like it, to the documentary crew, it might've just been a pig that they killed. Um, but to them, it was food. It was their livelihood. You know, they might've yeah. just burnt, uh, you know, burnt, um, uh, uh, hut down but to them that was their homes you know mm. so it's a really interesting way in which they're they're kind of getting in humanizing the yakomo and asking that question again of like which one actually is the fucking the savages you know yeah i, I think that it is it is really interesting that part of the film because it is you know by the end of it, you kind of just put the Yakomo down, especially the Yakomo ones who don't actually seem that, you know, yes, they do some brutal rituals, but you just think of it as like, this is their, this is their kind of natural way that they're That's the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's their natural thing. Whereas the filmmakers know and know better. They yeah. know a different world. They understand the, the reason of society. And yet they feel like, Oh, we're we're not in that society anymore, so we can yeah. play by whatever rule we want to do it in. And it's like that's what truly makes someone, you know, psychopathic, like sociopaths. Yeah. You know, what I mean, they think that it's their real, that these aren't real people. And you know, when the Yakoma are actually quite welcoming to a certain <laughs> point. Yeah, you know what I mean, they're they're quite there. It's more of the, we'll just say the tree and the swamp people. They're the ones that are a little bit more savage. You know, and you can see it from their appearance. Yeah. A bit more of the cannibals, but still, there's still nothing compared to the level that these filmmakers go to. Yeah. And they and even mentioned the TV executive yeah. seeing footage, the TV be, executive yeah, seeing footage and still being like, yeah, no, we can still keep this. Is not <laughs> Yeah. We can keep you that. Know? You know? Yeah. That's fine. Because um, <laughs> that's edited to look different. Because after that is when they, they, they say they're still going to do it. 
the anthropologist is like, I'm not doing it. Um, I've, I'm the only one, me and the editor, who have seen the final footage um, and seen what happens to them. And there is like no way that I'm being associated with it. And it's really interesting that the TV executive is like, it's, you know, it's a human, not only is it like a, you know, science interest, but it's a human interest. And don't you want to be like involved in one of the most important like discoveries of, you know, the 20th century. And then they go and they watch the rest of the, you know, the rest of the film. And that's probably where the last, you know, 20 minutes, 15 minutes really starts to ramp up into the film that I expected us to get, which is, you know, they have the, they have the real horrendous kind of rape of, of the, uh, of the tree people woman, um, which is, is rough again. Uh, but then after that, you get the, uh, you get the impaling of her, you know, right, where... kind of iconic shot that I've seen yeah. several times without seeing the film, which I, think again looks looks real you know it's yeah. a real shocking thing i was i was i expected that we'd see it but to be honest i'm kind of glad that we didn't uh because it's yeah. fucking well because i thought based on the because i'd seen it all over the bit i thought Faye was going to be that one because it was Faye. a thing so i thought Faye. that was her um yeah and that was it. That was definitely one of the key deaths that was mainly like we don't see how this could not be real yeah through her it's coming out of her mouth how you know how can that not be real yeah that was one of the ones that they had to prove that we'll uh talk about a little bit at the end yeah but i think the worst thing for me and the the bit why i think it works so effectively that we don't see it it would be more shocking if we saw the act but it's when they find her and they're filming her and they say you know the 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 tree people um have you know take like you know virginity very seriously um and it's the woman that they raped and then they go to one of them and they're like mark don't smirk you know looks sad and then it's the implication that actually it was the americans that did this to the woman you know they killed her impaled her and it's the narrative again and it's like what would these fucking sick people do to shape a narrative um yeah and knowing that is kind of worse i think well it, it is it's so you see i interpret it as because they'd done that to her the tribe had then because the tribe watched the one tribe of the tribe watching. members watched yeah so that's why i assumed it's the tribe was the one that actually impaled her but they knew by raping her that the tribe would do something to her yeah you know what i mean because based on the other stuff that they'd seen happen based on those things then the tribe had always reacted in a violent way like with yeah. the bludgeoning of the pregnant woman or so yeah i don't know i took it as not they hadn't been the one to impale her the tribe had done that but they knew this was coming which is why mark's so ecstatic when he comes up to it because it's like it's better than i even thought it could be you see what I mean? oh, yeah no i thought they, that's what they i did. was thinking i thought, I thought did yeah <laughs> I don't, I, don't know, I don't know which way I don't know which way around was, but yeah, that was why I thought because when Mark walks up, he looks like he hasn't seen it before, so he's like ecstatic, like yeah, oh my God, they did this to her, like that's why they raped her because they knew and they they saw that someone was there, they knew yeah. the tribe was guy was there, so that's why I was like, oh, they're ecstatic because like 
this is better they than I could have even imagined that they were going to do to yeah. her. And that's why it's like, Mark, you can't, you know, um, oh, sorry, Alan, you, is it Alan? You can't smile? Alan's the Alan, yeah. Yeah. Alan, you can't smile. And then, and then that is, that is one of the best scenes I thought, not just because of the iconic Paul bit, but because the turn where he goes from laughing to yeah. suddenly doing his serious documentary, the, the part that's going to make the documentary the face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, fucking... oh, the horrific things that they do. Whichever way it was done, it was still like uh, still such an impressive. Scene. The master stroke, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, that Matt is. This is it. like the best part of the film. It really is. This kind of this turn, this switch yeah. of character. It's real good, man. Um, because then that's when after you know, um, I was under the impression that the tribe then come for revenge, you know, and start to hunt them down for doing this. Um, but because isn't it, it effectively... isn't it the different tribe? It's not the Yakuma, is it? It's the it's the, like the swamp or the tree people that are the ones that yeah. chase them, isn't it? But that, it's a tree person woman that they raped. Oh, was it? I thought it was one yeah. of the Yakuma ones. No, it's one of the it's the tree people. Uh, um, which is why I thought, oh shit, they come for revenge because they're very. It's very clear that they killed them for a reason, and whereas yeah. they didn't kill the anthropologist, you know. I just thought in general they were just doing such massive shit amount of shit anyway Maybe. that they were going to just come, they would have come <laughs> in for the men. And they also, because they kind of, Jack, because Jack is the first one to go. Yeah. And Jack is kind it's... of, he's kind of like, it's like they're trying to rile them up anyway. Yeah. Because yeah, he goes on top of that thing and he's trying to you get them. And obviously that's when they, they seem to get agitated by the acts that he's doing, that he's showing off. Um, and he's shooting and then, at them. Yeah, shooting at That's what I mean. So I feel like that's enough to rile them up to make them want to attack anyway. Um, and then obviously you get the 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 impalement, well, nearly of Faye, but then they look over and are like, oh shit, there's one through Jack. Yeah, and that's a that's great because they fuck, you know, Jack and gets it, impaled. And it takes it to another level because they don't put the camera down. They don't go, oh shit, we've got to go and help Jack. They go, Alan goes, well, he's done for anyway. So grabs the rifle and Faye's like, you can't fucking shoot him. He's still alive. It's yeah, like, nah. <laughs> I just I'll fucking... finish him off, and then they'll finish him even more. Yeah, we'll film it. Mental, so fucking insane that you and just do is. that to like your mate. You see, you see Jack then get grabbed by them. You get Dick chop off, uh, which <laughs> looks real. Oh, yeah, again, bomb. it looks the, the the straight off lopping off. It yeah. looks real lopping that dick off. <laughs> and then and then that's it because it, they like they lop his fucking todger off, and then it like swaps like jumps almost to them like his body on the ground and, and then you see his head yeah you see his head and then it's like you know his head kind of looks quite real and then the body also looks quite real you know it does, yeah like the the, back, the one i thought looked really quite real was oddly was the his head when it's on the ground but the yeah. skin off his face is gone yeah yeah and i was like what the fuck i was like that look that looks better than any like fake head you know, yeah. skinless, bone, whatever, like, head I've ever seen. Like, literally, that was more brutal than any, like, zombie styling of it. That was, like, yeah. fucking hell. It was meant I, I, You know, I know he might possibly be already probably dead by that point, but still, I was like, fucking hell, you're pulverized down, then they tear yeah. the meat off, and then they take all the meat, and then and they, they take off the it. face. It's like, fucking yeah. hell. Like, like, seriously, the effects are superb, and I understand why people thought this was real. Because yeah, that cool. looked like I, I like don't know how they pulled some of these shots off, you know. Um, yeah. 
you know, it's it's a it's a hard one to watch, but it's also impressive. Um, and I'm not surprised the director was charged for murder. <laughs> yeah, oh <my. laughs> it's making mental, you know. Yeah, having to prove that these aren't real. Um, and it's because this is like the last bit. But one bit I found really interesting is that kind of the TV executive side of the story, where they're all just yeah. sat in that room, you know, just like what? it's ever, any other TV show or blockbuster film that they're like trying to decide on what to do with it editing wise you know and you know that kind of they're revealing the reels and so so much messed up shit happens you know there's yeah. rapings there's murders the crew are clearly doing horrific things and they're still sat there like mm, yeah, no, this, yeah this is still okay <laughs> this is yeah. all right we can keep both of that you know seeing both sides of this and they're like yeah mm, you know, and it's not until the very like last bits when they're finally like, "Nah, we should probably burn this." <laughs> yeah, wow, and it's interesting because it's it's as soon as it starts to happen to the people that they're like, "No, this is too far," you know. Yeah, like yeah, obviously you can't. I mean, you couldn't show any of it, and I'm not like, yeah, you know, you could you could definitely show you know people being brutalized, but the execs are like, "Oh, as soon as it's like our people being murdered." No, like we, nah, you could done. shoot. Yeah, you could shoot a native and kill their food and burn the house down. But uh, nah, don't don't show somebody being killed. You know, yeah, don't show I, a white man being killed. I feel like it's all that. Yeah, because it's all that stuff. Like it's like, yeah, oh, they raped someone. Ah, but we can cut around that. <laughs> yeah, we can get rid of that. We can edit that out. You know, um, yeah. I think it's it's uh, so after Jack dies, you then get all and Adam shoots him. Uh, you end get also like a, another mental part where it cuts and they're like absolutely exhausted. They've been surrounded and they're still trying to escape. Um, and then Faye gets captured uh, yeah. by them. And Alan is like, "I we have to save her, you know? Like Alan now says we have to save her, but Mark is like, no, we just keep filming. Like this yeah. is what we do. We just keep filming, you know? And then obviously she gets fucking, you know, horrendously killed uh gang raped all sorts it's for, in that it's a rough yeah, watch last she, like she gets 15, raped 20. and thing and I, I think they might use that i think you can see that they use that same bloody rock or wood or whatever that they impaled that woman yeah earlier. she gets that and then she gets and literally like yeah. they beat and beat and beat and beat her until then it's like just tear the head off and it's like fucking hell yeah it's brutal you know and yeah. then they finally just surround the documentary makers and just slice them to death you know and you get the classic thing of like the camera drops and then the body drops down with the face in front of the camera you know yeah uh, which is an old a, a, a cla- an old school one but i guess one that they made <laughs> yeah one that they, at they the time of... they were like oh my god this is sensational and now but you see it and you're like of course it's it's the same thing it's not until those very last few shots that it gets all like majorly kind of a bit more shaky or a bit more thrown yeah. off but it's only in the final few minutes they don't you know they don't ruin the look and impact of the film by doing it too early. They save it just for those final couple of shots yeah. where it looks really shaky. Apart from that, it's still mainly shot quite well, I guess, because Mark is like, we have to keep filming it nicely. We have to yeah. keep going. But yeah, right down to however the fuck he dies, we don't know that one. Yeah. But yeah, we just have that bludgeoned Alan at the end. And then, yeah, So yeah. they're like, we need to burn it. And that's it. Yeah. And then, yeah, we get, obviously, the guy walking out like, I'm free. And you get some kind of message about how he got fined some money because, you know, he, he wouldn't agree and yeah. shouldn't have done that in the first place. But 
And then he walks out and he's like, who are the real cannibals, you know? And it's like a big shot of like a New York 80s skyscraper, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then as with all Italian horror films, it's like, you've just seen, you know, people be brutalized, be go through horrendous trauma and killed in brutal ways. Play an acoustic song, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) It's it, it, it's fantastic, and it is it's better. It's far better than I was actually expecting this film to be. Um, I do think it's actually really a really good horror film. Yeah, um, it's yeah, it, it's excellent both in story, special effects, you know, all those kind of parts, and it doesn't have too much of that kind of fake dubbed kind of thing. So it doesn't really take too much distractingly yeah. away from it either. Um, it works as a, a good solid film. Um, so I think. But- uh, video nasties is our obviously of this feature and we've we've talked about them in bits throughout but just to talk about the main kind of response that this film got and why it kind of got a banning i mean this was banned pretty much around the world yeah um so obviously obviously we've said about the the court case as in you know didato um the director you know, he he was charged literally with murder because no one believed that these actors were still alive because the actors yeah. were on contracts um, that basically said you can't star in anything for a year because we want people to really believe that you're missing. Yeah, the classic Blair Witch. Yeah, yeah. that classic. Um, you know, and because they they couldn't actually track down certain film crew at the times, and obviously they, the actual tribal part of it, those were you know almost yeah. impossible for some of them to get in contact with so they start to be like even if you didn't kill that crew you may have killed these people so, you may have killed proof. That. Yeah. so they had to go to court in order to prove that they were real so first they went on a tv show with the actors who were the yeah. crew to be like we're alive <laughs> we didn't murder them <laughs> yeah. brutally um and then they had to actually prove you know they had to prove i've behind the scenes footage of the tribal people like having fun with the crew or something like that afterwards or by literally in the middle of the court they had to like actually like they had to like recreate some of the special effects in order to prove that you could do it like the pole one so the pole was like a a bicycle seat which you could see and then they put a fake piece of wood in that the top of the wood is actually a wood that's placed inside of her mouth okay yeah and then it's the way it's shot so that you can't actually see that she's like sitting. Cause if you see, you don't actually get to see the wood up the backside of her. No, you don't luckily. <laughs> yeah. So you yeah. only see it from that one angle. So you just can't see it. So they kind of place it in place, like a line to hold her up while yeah. she has that in her mouth. Um, yeah. But yeah, they had to literally like rebuild this thing and prove that you could do that in court in order to prove, no, it's just a really good special effect. Yeah. Um, and it is. It's an amazing special effect. Yeah, and it, it it's truly madness, you know, that we had a that this had a film that were like that that had to be, you know, they had to prove each of these shots of how could they make someone's head look so real and how could they do that, and even after they proved that innocence and Didato got off with all of this stuff and you know so they stopped it because obviously they'd they'd taken all footage of the film, the yeah. courts had taken it all in, um. And yet, you know, all of those parts they had to prove, and they had to prove each area, and pr- and basically prove that each crew member was still alive <laughs> to finally get out. Yeah. But even after all of that, the film still ended up being censored because the court still ruled against them on case of animal cruelty. Yeah, which, which you can you can yeah. understand. 
Um, yeah, definitely. Why? Um, you know, so it they still were banned. You know, pretty much around around the world. Yeah. Some were banned because of the sexual nature of things, the rape. Some were banned because of the graphic nature, and some be- more, most because of the animal cruelty part of it. Yeah. Um, so, at this point in the 1980s, um, they bypassed cinema, so it never went to cinema in the UK. Yeah. Um, and but we had at the point in the eight in the 1980s, we still didn't have a ruling on um, video. And this is where okay. our video nasties come yeah. in because that's when we that's when they brought in that compiled list of seventy two releases that we've talked about several times now. Yeah, um, and that's the video our video nasties list, and this was one of the top ones on there. Basically, it was prosecutable to be on this list because of the nature of their films, and this one had like a long list of why. Um, yeah, and the the director like um, they basically said no way so it became one of the black market and this is one of the biggest black market cannibal holocaust had such a huge yeah. cult following because they were like this is like the brutalist film of all time which watching it totally see it it's got yeah definitely. You know, i think this is probably the one of the worst of the ones that we've seen so far because it has rapings it has nudity it has animal cruelty it has you know it's got death yeah that looks like real death yeah it's um, red it's it's real horrendous, you know. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Um, and yeah, it didn't get approval until two thousand and one um, to be released in the UK, but it still had six minutes cut off of it. Animal cruelty stuff, raping, all gone. Um, and it wasn't until twenty eleven that they finally passed it. Except they wouldn't pass the some of the animal deaths, so they had to cut some yeah. of those off. Um, and that's pretty much the cut that's still made today. So I guess maybe that's the one I watched with, with yeah. the bus right you know? Yeah. You must Which have watched that version. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> it still continued around the world to be banned and still is banned in several countries, including like uh, New Zealand, which would never allow it to pass. The production of the film was also pretty intense um, from what I've kind of read. Um, so it was kind of filmed uh in like the uh, you know in the amazon rainforest yeah uh, with like quite a lot of native tribes like we said but there was also you know shots of like in rome and new york um but there was all sorts of like mad shit that kind of happened so um the original actor who was going to be adam yates dropped out um and the father of the 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 actor who played miguel his he was murdered, um, so he had to fly back to uh, Bogota to attend his father's funeral. And then they had like sudden rainstorms, which always, you know, messed up the the filming and kind of some of the reels as well. Um, and then, like, Dodato himself was apparently like really tricky to work with. Um, so it was, I think it was Robert Kerman or something like that who played, um, I'm trying to find who he played now, but he played um, one of the, who did he play? Sorry, man, I, I don't know why I can't find him. Um, <laughs> but Robert Kerman, who also was in um, Debbie Does Dallas and a bunch of uh, like other porn films, um, <laughs> was the guy who played um, Harold Monroe, who is actually the, uh, the anthropologist 
he clashed with um, Dodato loads, apparently, and absolutely hated him and kind of described that, uh, you know, a lot of, they got into, like, long, drawn-out arguments all the time um, because Didato would always make, like, personal comments or just, like, really snide remarks. Um, and he went on to say that, you know, he, like, he absolutely hated him and that he was really, like, horrid. He said that he uh, he didn't believe that Didato had a soul um, and that he, you know, he was... Um, he was a sadist and particularly sadistic to people that couldn't answer back uh, people that were Colombian and people that were Italian, but could be sent home. Um, so apparently he was an absolute fucking. I mean, to have some of the stuff in this film to do it the way that he did it. And also to the way that he fought up some of these characters and the way to do it had to have come from somewhere. So I'm not really surprised that he might be a bit of a weird kind of guy, like a sadistic kind of guy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and then obviously like the um the you know the animal cruelty just absolutely like sent you know shockwaves through it so the the guy who played um you know who played alan yates uh, said that you know it was a level of cruelty unknown to him um and actually thought that he was taking part in a snuff film at first because of you know what was going on yeah um he was originally supposed to to shoot the pig, but he couldn't because he'd like traveled all the way to set with the pig um, and had formed a relationship <laughs> with it. So he was like, I, I can't shoot this thing. Um, and when he was supposed to do like a long monologue, I think about this attack on the tribe, um, you know, not by them, but, you know, trying to set up that it was, uh, it was the tree people who attacked them. Um, he couldn't, you know, he couldn't do it because he was so distraught. Um, and he was hearing, the, you know, the squeals of the pig. Um, and then they objected to, obviously, the killing of the of the possum or the muskrat and, and stormed off the set, a couple of staff members. Um, and I'm then apparently... That all. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. horrific to watch. So to be there in person and be like, fuck, are they actually going to do that? Like, what? Yeah. You know, um, especially when it, guy... it, it has the nature of as if they just were basically like, go see what you can catch. Yeah, you know, <laughs> go see what we can find and we'll just fucking yeah, kill it. Exactly. And then the person who killed the muskrat, fucking, you know, um, no, the person who, when they killed the turtle, um, some of them fucking cried and vomited off camera when the monkeys were killed. And then a lot of the, um, a lot of like the, the, the sexual content cause problems as well like the one of the women didn't want to be didn't want to be topless um and when she said that she, during the sex scene um and when she was like no i don't want to do it Tadasa apparently led her off set and just screamed at her into in italian until eventually she did it um he was also like the guy who played alan yates was really like upset with you know filming the 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 scene of the of the rape um and he started suffering with fucking extreme anxiety because of that you know because of how distressed i mean it is it, it is a film just full of distressing content it is hard to watch throughout and i don't actually know how some of them did it to be fair play to him because the guy who plays alan hates throughout seems quite sadistic and seemed like he's just loving every second of it yeah so he <laughs> 
<laughs> some good acting going on there though because it's yeah. literally like Jesus Christ like you you seem like you're loving every second of this yeah. uh, it's it's it is a hard is a hard thing to heal because this is the part that does kind of like I think the film is great but I uh, it definitely doesn't sound like it. at the same time it's like should you appreciate a film that yeah. have this level to of cruelty both animal and human you know and this level of you know but it's hard because it's not it's not the first one we've heard and especially with italian directors it's not yeah. the first we've heard about their passionate way of basically they're like you fucking do it my way or i'll make you do it my way which in this modern world definitely is not an not an appreciate, appreciated appreciated uh, no. in any way it's something <laughs> that we kind of go ah we, we probably shouldn't praise these people. <laughs> yeah, we probably shouldn't so much. It's like Bradley Cooper on his was recently like, I don't allow anybody to sit down on my sets, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I get, yeah, that's, I mean, maybe, yeah, there's nothing wrong with somebody going, I want to have a, you know, I want to sit down. It's it's not quite the sadistic level of screaming at people until they do things and, yeah. you know, forcing <laughs> them to... It's not quite the same. It's not quite the same as just murdering Zurich in the middle in front of everyone to be like, "You will follow my rule." <laughs> yeah, basically, like we're in the middle of the Amazon. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, yeah. you can't go. It home. makes it sound a little bit like the Datu started to lose track between reality and what he was making. And being <laughs> yeah. like, like I could just, I could murder you, right? I could just, yeah. oh, fuck, fuck special effects. Let's just rip your head off. <laughs> yeah, he was in an apocalypse now situation where he yeah. just became the jungle. You know. It, it kind of sounds a bit like it, like his inspiration started to come a little bit too much from like, yeah, I could do this, right? He ba- yeah. basically just took that woman off and was like, you realise I could probably just kill you right now? <laughs> so yeah. take your top off. It's like, fucking hell. Yeah, so, yeah, doesn't sound too much like the director is in too much of a need of praise, but um, the final products, you can't change history, can't rewrite how things happened, but it doesn't yeah. mean that the, the final product is still impressive and did lead the way in for many other horrors and not just cannibal horrors i think there's stuff in here the structure the way it's laid out that i've seen in not just horror films in a whole range of films that i don't think was done before this so no it led its way in for better or worse (laughs) yeah i i think um in in terms of the the actual film i think it was much better than i actually expected it to be um i I expected it to basically be the last, you know, 25 minutes or the last half hour or so. But actually, you had, like, a really interesting story there. Um, the message is, is you know, it, it's one of those things where it's a bit, like, it's a bit heavy-handed at times. Uh, yeah. But it's it's an interesting question. And, and having a, you know, a cannibal film that's actually asking something a bit different you know, is is a little interesting. Like you said about having, um, you know, this this kind of found footage, um, you know, uh, segment of it is kind of really interesting and, and you can see it like Blair Witch Project and obviously <coughs> a lot of other stuff following suit in, in terms of that. But there's also quite a few other um, filmmakers who were... Um, who were influenced by it. So you had um, obviously Eli Roth, who uh, made The Green Inferno, uh, which is another good film, but Ruggero uh, 
Diodato was actually in uh, Hostel Part Two. He plays a he plays a cannibal, which is quite an interesting. Uh, oh yeah, I've seen there. pictures of him on set with Eli Roth. Yeah, <laughs> and when you know that he he plays a cannibal, it's very clear that he's the one who uh, is eating the Romanian fella's leg, uh, <laughs> which is always a fucking gross scene. But I've also read that you know people like um, Quentin Tarantino was a was a really big fan of the film. Um, trying to find the other names that I that I found, I can't find them at the moment, unfortunately. Um, but I don't. I I found Quentin Tarantino on there and was like, that's a really interesting that he's he kind of is a big fan of the film. You know, I I think yeah, I think I can see how quite a lot of filmmakers would be quite. I think for the style and the structure and the cinematography of this film. Um, or just the special effects level of it, and not just horror. Like across the board, I f- I think there'd be some appreciation for what was into this film. I'm sure I saw something about Martin Scorsese had mentioned that this was a that he thought that this was quite a, like a interesting for what it was kind of film. Um, yeah. At some point, but yeah, it's it's definitely yeah. It, it, I think it it has a big cultural impact. It is seen as one of the most controversial films of all time. Uh, De- understandably. understandably so. Yeah. You know, but I I think it I think it has some interesting and uh, important kind of filmmaking um, structure strategies and um, effects that I think led the way for other films as well. This the I found it. So the other um, the other filmmaker that uh, was interested is, and this is a, a weird one was was Oliver Stone. Oh yeah, yeah. Oliver, he's quite a controversial filmmaker anyway. Not yeah. For, not for horror, but for directing in general. Most of his films tend to get some kind of like, oh, you can't do that. Yeah, he kind of but does what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's a very, I don't know. I just found him a bit of an interesting, uh, you know, director to have been influenced by it. Yeah, quite a big, big director. Yeah, um, no, I think as we've said. This is a very interesting one. I mean, you could probably go on and on about the stuff. There is a lot yeah. of stuff. There's like two or three different documentaries just about the making or the controversy of this film that are out there. Yeah. Um, and there's a there's a whole array if you when you look online and more stuff than we could ever fit into unless we did a whole series after series of it. <laughs> yeah, deep dive. Um, there's a lot in there, but for video nasties, I, I think it's a it's a clear why this one would make it in possibly one of the worst of our whole that we've done so far. Probably, yeah. Um, I think we said we. I think Snuff was the other one that we said was probably one of our most brutal and violent, and this is right alongside that. I think as being, oh uh, yeah, a controversial thing. But this is a better film, <laughs> definitely Overall. a better film. And I think I this is probably suggest... one of my favorite video nasties. Yeah, I, I, I think it is. I, I could definitely, I could see myself rewatching it, but parts of it are hard to rewatch, and I would definitely suggest people watch it. Although, if you have big themes in terms of animal cruelty and stuff like that. If that's a, if that's going to be a real no for you that you can't take them, then I would suggest that maybe pass. <laughs> yeah. I'd say, I'd say stay clear. Uh, yeah. But I'd say as a film or a horror film, it's worth a watch. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, that's our, uh, that's our little episode or our, our little dive into the cannibal Holocaust. 
uh, video nasty, a little bit about the history of it, some of our thoughts on the film itself. Um, and as always, if you've enjoyed the show, then please hit that subscribe button and leave us a lovely review. Um, mention something about us being eaten by cannibals uh, and we'll give you a shout out on the next episode. Uh, we will see you next week. Uh, take care. Bye bye. Stay safe and don't go into any unexplored jungles. See you soon. Bye bye.